Ta-da. Well, come on. There we go. Now we can do this. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Saturday night. It's 6.30 on the East Coast, 3.30 on the West Coast, which can only mean one thing. It's time for the Bobcast MOV. I'm your host, Bob Mercer. With me, as always, out in the middle of beautiful downtown Murphytown circles, Rick Saya. The man. The and, man. The, the, and over in the north end of Parkersburg, in our own little part of the world where we keep her. <laughs> she, sh- <sighs> So tonight, everybody, we got Patrick McCormick with us tonight. Patrick's running for um, Parkersburg City Council. A lot of people are running for Parkersburg City Council. And um, Patrick's running for District 4, which covers a little bit of Southside and a lot of the East End. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to have him introduce himself, tell us a little bit about himself. And then we're going to get into the show. So good evening to you, sir. Thank you for being on the Bobcast with us. Thank you for having me and uh, introduce myself. I'm Patrick McCormick, uh, running for City Council District 4. Uh, I've lived in the district uh, about 24 years and just, uh, you know, wanted to be part of making a difference for our district and our city. Um, I've served, I'm currently serve on the Board of Zoning Appeals for the City of Parkersburg, and I enjoy that a lot. Of course, if I win the uh, if I win the election, I'll have to give that up. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm just uh, running to make a difference in our district and for our city. Well, that's awesome because that's that's why I got into it eight years ago. Because um, like I tell everybody, Mom always said you can do one or two things: either you can sit and whine about it, or you can do something about it. And I chose to do something about it. So, um, you know, city council is a big deal. You know, it, it's it, there's a lot to it, and you know, it's a lot bigger than a lot of people think. And you, you know, I'm sure you've been to city council meetings and know what they're like. Sometimes they're like, yeah, and then sometimes they take quite a long time. It all depends on what's going on at any particular moment. So, what's your um? Let me go with here first. What is your goal for district four? What would you like to see happen in your district, which and I don't mean this to put anybody down, but which is kind of the really, um, well, it's, it's a lot of the house, old house, old houses. It's an old part of town. Yes. Uh, and there's a lot of, you know, we've tore a lot of houses down over there and there's a lot more to it. So what, what is your, what is your goal? And what, if you would get on city council, what do you think that you could contribute that would help district four out? Well, I think the number one goal is to get our, is to continue, and we're continuing down the path of cleaning up these homes that need either torn down or or refurbished. Mm -hmm. But we need to, immediately, we need to make the district safe. We need to be able to walk our dogs out without fear of, you know, without having fear. And, uh, so I think immediately we can work on making the district safe, you know, safer than it is and a cleaner environment. We've already got the laws and the codes in place to do it. Right. We, right. We've got them on the books. And 
as I thought about, the more I think about things, and I, I've traveled a lot, and I've traveled to many states in the country in a job that I used to do, and there are certain areas you go to, and you don't see blight. You don't see trash laying around in yards. You don't see, and, and why is that? And and even in our own backyard here, if you go to Williamstown, you go to uh, Marietta, Vienna, 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 you're not going to see this because they don't allow it. No, I, I, I don't understand it myself. I mean, mm-hmm. we do have a homeless problem. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the problems not only brought on by our local people, but people bringing people to Parkersburg. Yep. And you could talk to most of the... Um, city councilman now and they'll tell you that parkersburg is known throughout the homeless community as the place to be why because we give free stuff not we but there's free stuff to be got you know what i mean right and so people drop them off here mm-hmm. now city council city council gets blamed for everything as you right. probably know sure um we, we got blamed for what's that place out on route two that didn't go in that right that forensic rehab no forensic uh um no menards? the a big store menards. Menards. menards oh menards yes yes yep. yes okay. we got blamed we got blamed we got blamed for that if gotcha. it's city council even though it's in the county it's the city but yeah i agree with you you know um parkersburg pd and and i say this to everybody and i i'll argue to i'll argue my point to everybody we have one of the finest police departments, mm-hmm. police officers, deputies, state troopers, NRP officers in the state, bar none. And these guys, I'm, I've been a dispatcher for 18 years. And these guys work their hearts out and you could hear it. So, yeah, you know, I mean, they, they, they do their best trying to keep pe- people out of houses. We had a few today, but. Um, they do their very best. I mean, they're they're all over it. You know, our homeless coordinator Don Lindsay, he right? Tries, you know, and he's a great and, guy. Yeah, he he is a great guy. And he, he's running for magistrate, and he's yeah. a great guy. And um, John Pelfrey, you know, mm-hmm. he's he's a great guy. Yeah. So, you know, I I guess I I, I guess you know the w- there has to be a master plan somewhere for every district. I mean. My district, I don't have a lot of problem with. I mean, my district, but there has to be a master plan for District 4. Correct. And I, I think that, you know, if we can get the right people in there, you know, who has who have in their head, hey, you know, we need to really do this and make it make it better. Because um, I, I back in the day, we lived down on 18th Street, 18th and William, or we lived on William Street. Okay. It was a great place to live. Great place to live. So now yeah, you, you're running against Wendy. Right. Wendy Tuck. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and I'm running against, <laughs> you asked me too soon. Uh, um, yeah, I'm primary and uh, uh, she hasn't even put anything out yet. Um, but uh, uh, the, I, I just feel the problem you know, I was talking to a friend of mine that grew up on George Street, and he used to play on under the streetlights as a kid on Lynn Street, and you wouldn't do that today. 
Uh, Nikki Law, N N Nicole Lawson is is who I'm primarily. Okay, I don't think I've met. I knew it would come to my mind in a minute, and I, I didn't. I'm, think, I don't think I've I'm met sorry. her. Sorry, uh, yeah. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah. We got all day. Right. But I've I've not met her yet. Uh, yet I I, my, I agree. My, with my that. wife helped me out there. I told you she's my brain, and right there she. <laughs> this is for your Yay. wife. But, but honey, I did come up with it first. So, uh, but thank you for your help. And I, I, I that's a prime oh, example. Oh, oh, I see. She was typing it. I, she was I see typing what it was. It. I, I yeah. came up with it first. <laughs> Get me a cookie, woman. <laughs> see, she was she was right there. She's got my back. Her and that's I have awesome. lived in this that's district awesome. forever. And we have grandchildren, um, and we just want to make it a safe neighborhood for working people. There's a lot of hardworking people that live in this district, uh -huh. and and it should be cleaned up. The the city, you know, we owe it to to those citizens that just as much as we owe it to people that live on Washington Avenue. Exactly, and we to have to a, a a clean, safe environment. We owe it to our kids. Yeah, you know the whole purpose of the whole purpose of each generation is to leave it better than you than you have leave it better than what you got it. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's where I, that's where I've always been with you know our our kids and and I'll tell you a quick story. I, I was talking to a lady been a couple years ago, and she said, you know, I don't even let my kid my kids come home. I don't even let them outside. Why not? Well, because of the needles and, and I just yeah. sit back and I was like, oh my God. But see, I've, I've been trying to, for a long time, and I'm still haven't given up yet to put a youth center in district four. Yeah, that'd be great. A place where, and everybody keeps saying, well, Bob, we got one, the boys and girls club. Well, I, they are a youth center, but they're not. What I'm talking about is a place where the kids can go into, they can get a snack, they can sit there and do their homework, or they can go play, you know, uh, basketball, you know, and I, so I've been trying to do that for years. It's just hard to get the, it's hard to get people moving on stuff like that for some reason. I don't understand why, but, you know, that's a, it's a pretty big district. I mean, I know it goes over into part of Southside where I used to live, Myrtle Street, back right. this way, back this way. I was and, shocked uh, myself, really. Uh, I, I I don't know who draws it. I know it's based on the census. <laughs> I, I do yeah. know that. But yeah. you should see my district. I mean, my district's cut up. When, when I first started walking, my granddaughters walked a district with me when I first became a councilman campaigning and stuff. And I was like, I looked at the map and I'm like, forget it. There's no way. <laughs> because this part was in the county. This part was in the city. I talked to one lady. I, I went this whole block and I went down to this one lady and knocked on her door and I said, hi, I'm Bob Mercer running for party. I said, oh, I would love to vote for you, honey, but I'm in the county. One house. One. So, I mean, you know, the thing about it is, is we we run in our districts, but we represent everybody. Right. And that's a big responsibility. You know, when I first when I first became a councilman, I don't mean to be taking your time, but because you got all the time you want. But okay. when I first when I first ran for city council, <clears throat> my heart was on my sleeve. I almost almost resigned. 
because people were people were saying all oh, them city councilmen are crooks they're they're uh lining their pockets with our money <laughs> and i talked to the city clerk i said how do you how do you go about resigning and she said well there's a paper you have to fill out and then she got real serious and she goes and i hope that you don't know anybody who's thinking about leaving city council <laughs> No, right. No, just, just asking for a friend. And now, now it's <laughs> like, you know what? Go ahead. If you want my, if you want my paycheck every two weeks from being a city councilman, you can have it. Right. Uh, you know, and, but you know, that's something that you have to get used to. We you know if elected for council is you have to get used to that. And, you know, I, I, JJ Hendershot's running for my, in my district for my, my job. And he um, and him and I were talking. I said, let me let me tell you some of the biggest advice I got. The best advice I got, Patrick. Stop it. Uh, some of the best advice I got was from the from the city clerk, Connie. And and I'll tell you what she told me. She said, Bob, out in the audience looking up is different from up there looking out what they may see as oh my god that's so simple there's a backstory to everything and you know it used to really it used to really bug me but now it doesn't anymore so so you were born and raised in parkersburg or that's correct yeah i lived on ellis avenue um up behind uh dirt dog house yeah i uh, grew up there the east end and um when i got married i did buy a house out of I was still in Wood County, but I lived on Laurel Creek for about mm, nine to eleven years, somewhere in there. I like it. But I, I like came it back. Right yeah, and then I came back uh, and uh, moved back to town and and bought a house I'm in now. I live at Camden Place, which is not on well, South yeah, Side, thir- oddly enough. 13th. It is off Thirteenth. Off Thirteenth. And I love this neighborhood. Absolutely love it. Um, I I do feel safe in my immediate neighborhood but mm-hmm. if i go one block one way or another i don't yeah there, there's a lot of stuff that goes on that around 13th and avery and you know yeah. uh, and there there's things like that and I, i'm not sure what i'm not sure what we can do i mean as far as we do everything we can and i'm sure if you're elected you'll do everything you can you can to try to bring some kind of continuity and and togetherness to the to the community and but right so, i just so, feel i i just feel yeah. until until we make it safe and clean it you know clean we're not going to we're not going to get anywhere by just we do need to tear down houses so and, and but we need to go after there's a lot of slum lords let's just face it you know i i i will just call them as i see them i'm not talking about landlords that keep their properties up to code and and are out there making providing nice housing for affordable housing for people i'm talking about people that their houses won't pass for hud because the roof's leaking and they're renting them out anyway and you know that we we need to tackle that issue uh we we cannot expect uh, a 75 year old widow to bring her house up to code that owns her house when she has uh, a slum on either side of her 
that's owned by, you know, somebody that doesn't even live there. Um, we, we need to really um, clean up. And I feel that we need to tackle, uh, tackle it that way and go after the slumlords. Well, um, you know, there's the problem with that, too, there. And I'm sorry, I'm you know, just kind of talking back and forth with you. Um, I ran into that over here. And the problem is, is that a lot of these places, the, the people live out of state. And it, or or maybe they've lived mom and dad lived there all their lives and passed away. And the kids don't want anything to do with that. So therefore, they just. If Johnny wants to come in and rent a place, then, um, you know, by all means, you know, they can come in and do it as long as. And also too, another thing too, Patrick is, um, the banks, like if the bank forecloses, right. As an example, they will sell it to bank B who sells it to bank C who sells it to bank D. And you, and you talk about something hard to track down. I, I know I tried mm -hmm. and it's very difficult to do that, but um, I have a question. Um, there's no, there's no neighborhood watch in the 13th street area. Mm hmm. OK, you see that you can see that. I do. Yeah. OK. I see, yeah. What do you think about that? What's your well, thoughts? I, on that? I think that's a fantastic idea. I've got a neighbor that just moved in next door um, and she wants to start a neighborhood watch back up um, and she's renting the house next door. And, and I think we need to get community involvement. Um, and when they see you know, when the community starts reporting things and things start to happen, you know, I think it will be contagious. Um, and and yeah. we do need a we do need a neighborhood watch. That would be a, a very, a very good thing. And Rick, uh, Rick is one of the one of the officers in the uh, very good. Yeah, I see and that. So, you know, you can you, you can absolutely get a hold of Rick and he can set you up him and Cindy and Debbie and um, a whole group of them, you know, so, yeah, I, I agree with you. We we need to, you know, I mean, I, I'm not saying become vigilantes. I'm just saying no. we need eyes. We need eyes for the police department. Right. We need, we need people. I mean, everybody else does it. Why not 13th Street or why not District 4? Right. Um, so I think that that, you know, that would be great to to talk to the people about um, and ask them, say, you know, we need help. This is yeah, our and neighborhood. And like Bob says, like Bob says, we do have really good police department, especially yeah. in Parkersburg. They are great, but they, they are they can't be everywhere. That's yeah. why a neighborhood watch is important. That, thank you, T. Exactly the fact. Exactly. Yeah. The fact. So that might be something really good to try to really push for is something like that and have community meetings. You know, I mean, not, right. not, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm just kind of. <laughs> kind of rattling on with that because I'm just, you know, I agree with you. I, I agree that we need community involvement. Everybody, this is our town. Mm -hmm. And if we don't do it, nobody else is going to do it. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. I think revitalization um, becomes a, a contagious. You know, it, I, I wish there was a way you could just say, we're going to target this block. And we're going to revitalize it and then and just keep moving through. I Why don't not? know. You, you know, I, and because when people um, 
fix up their homes or outside or starting talking to their neighbors, they start seeing what's going on. And then people that are up to no good, when they see that there's people actually outside visiting on their front porches, uh, they take pride in their home, they're growing flowers or a little garden in the side yard, you know, it's not going to lend itself to the to crime. Uh, but when you see vacant lots, vacant houses, streetlights shot out, um, it, you know, that's going to that 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 type of uh, that type of environment just lends itself uh, and to, to crime. Do you think it's because people feel helpless or I mean, I, you know, I, I talk to yes. a lot of people and I, I'm not sure why that some of these people want to be this way. Do they feel helpless and that they're not being heard or what exactly do you think is going on with this? Do you mean the, do you mean the people per- perpetrating the crime? Well, <laughs> well, Bob, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not I'm not professing that I'm going to fix people that are. I'm not really worried about fixing people, people. I'm, I'm worried about fixing the district and making it safe for the law abiding citizens that are here. I think that's a lot of the problem is we try to be too much. We do need to have, so we need to be, you know, think socially, but we need to, we need to say, what can we do now to mitigate the safety issue that we have on X street? Right. What laws are in force? And why aren't we enforcing them? You know, why 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 aren't why why isn't code actively? If I parked if I parked downtown and didn't put uh, I didn't put a quarter in the meter, I guarantee you I would get a parking ticket. Yeah, that's facts. <laughs> so it's so why, could, why couldn't we? But I get it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I I I just wonder why we're not enforcing code to that uh, standard. Well, let me tell you what happened a month ago. Code came before city council and said, look, we need more power. Yeah. We want to be able to focus on a specific area at a time, not let everybody else go, but say, for instance, you're zone four or district four. four district. I got four. you. District four. They they're going to focus on that. They're going to take care of what they need to, then they're going to move on to district three, two, one, whatever. And we said, great idea. Great idea. It's a community. It's like a community focused thing to where they can come in and they they hit the neighborhoods and they, and that might be something for you to talk to code about as well. They were going to go and find out what needs to be done. What, what do we need to do? So there you go. I'm sorry. That's, that is perfect. I, I mean, we can target specific block and, and then and then the people that, you know, there's some people that live in the district that can't afford to bring their they don't have the resources. Maybe maybe they're elderly. Maybe, you know, we need to figure out we need to make sure those people know all the resources that are available to them, whether it's, uh, you know, federal programs or um and you know we we've got all kinds of programs uh, i i don't need to get into all of it because we, we've yeah, got it there we've got the winterization we've got a sidewalk program we got all kinds of things right but but we could also go after um we could get churches involved and communities uh, you know get youth involved in in helping 
someone paint the outside of their home. You know, uh, there, there's a lot of things that we can do as a community and That's target areas and clean them up, you know, and landscape them and federal money for, I mean, 13th Street from 7th Street to the historic district, that ought to be a, a, um, a focus because people come to visit the historic district and, you know, their Google Maps is going to take them right down 13th Street, newsflash. Exactly. That, that's, that's, what, that's the way they're going in to the historic district. So, uh, you know, we need, to, we need to make that look nice. Uh, and we have, the, we have the means to do it. I, I, I truly believe that. Um, and I, I'm not, I, I don't think we should displace anybody uh, as far as I think we should just help them. Uh, I, I'm not about displacing people that are in the district. That that's that's wrong, you know. Would uh, Would you consider? Would you? Uh, John Reed wants to know if you would consider creating annual inspections on rental properties like other cities. Well, the answer is yes. I mean, uh, I'm more worried about uh, from a code perspective and a neighborhood perspective of of seeing what's going on on the outside a lot of times you know a lot of times you don't need to go inside i'd like to get the outside of these places cleaned up first but yes i mean i think uh people that are renting they should be livable and i'm and there's there's already codes in in force there's there's already there's already laws in force we don't need to write new laws we need to enforce the ones we have uh i i don't believe that we uh need to and we need to hold landlords that are making money more, you know, to uh, we need to hold them accountable first. Right. I, I some, honestly believe some, that. We have some comments. Tammy Modis is saying I won't walk in our neighborhood because I don't feel safe. Hey, Tammy, uh, she's my next door neighbor. <laughs> OK, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you pretty much John would like to hear your ideas on how to get District 4 cleaned up. I think you kind of went over a bunch of them is there anything else you'd like to add on that well it's you know i think it's mostly about code enforcement uh as far as uh, cleaning up and and uh we you can't you if you drove around district four taking a, a, a trash bag to it is not going to do it right you know getting five people together now that's nice and and yeah we should do that but that's not going to fix the the deeper problem the, uh, the 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 problem is the district looks like it looks because it's allowed to look like it looks that's a good point that's, an exactly I mean, that's a good. That not to oversimplify it but that is that's the truth right that's a good point that's a good point and john said you're exactly right he always says it festers if one person starts cleaning and fixing up your property it can catch on fire and oh absolutely i mean i've seen it in my neighborhood i've uh, and we've all seen that block you know we've all seen those blocks where that the neighbors almost start do, outdoing each other you know it's kind of, it becomes a little contest and that's that's fun you know see that yeah, that but, would be something too to have as a contest i mean sure you know oh that'd be cool that's a, that's a good idea but i'm i'm full of ideas um and i want to hear you know, I, I don't have all the ideas. I mean, I want to hear I want to hear what the con, our constituents have to say. Right. Uh, and because I'm sure that there's things out there that I've never, never even thought about. I'm open I, and I'm not about 
you know, I, 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 I'm not about partisan politics. I, I am a conservative Republican, whatever difference that makes running it for city council. You know, yeah. I just want to I, I, I just want to come together with everybody and and focus on the things we have in common and clean up the neighborhoods, make them safe and make safe. it a place where people go, oh, oh, well, that's over there. So it doesn't really matter. Let's keep all the problems there. You know, let's yeah. let's just keep as long as we keep it confined, you know, I, you know, and I don't know that that's the attitude, but I but living here, that's how I feel. And I, mm. I know I'm not alone feeling that way. I'm sure you're not. That's yeah. a no. That's a no. The whole the whole area there's. I mean, an older neighborhood, older neighborhoods, old houses and stuff like that. So mm. that's amazing. So, what do you think about council being nonpartisan, a nonpartisan race? I um I I I don't feel. I feel it should be partisan. You think it I, I, I think, you know, if someone, you know, it's really because things can creep in, you know, uh, I don't I don't think uh, we should we should just stick to what council actually legislates. But I want to know who I'm voting for, don't you? Yeah, I, yeah. When, when I'm voting for a city, when I'm voting for a, a, a school board, I want to know who I'm voting for. You know, I, I right. want to know okay. because, uh, you know, I don't want I don't want to see an extremist on either either way. You know, uh, just get in there and do your job. And, and right. Uh, but, I I, but I do. But I do. I do want to know what their root um, philosophy is. That's important to me. OK, I, I can give you that one. But, you know, I mean, you know, my point of view, and just real quick, is that I'm a Republican, have been all my life, but we represent Democrats, independents, right. and and I personally don't go on the Democratic or Republican platform. That's state, state and federal can do that. We have to take care. Of, we have to take care of us, and I, I think you're on the right track with a lot of this stuff, and you know. Um, you have anything coming up or you have anything that, you know, any events coming up that you're going to. No, I don't have anything um, really scheduled. I'm, I'm going to be getting out and, and hitting. You know, I think it's going to be more of a grassroots uh, campaign. OK, um, I have a Facebook page um, and um, but I want to get out and go door to door. And of course, for uh, the primary, I'll be talking to mostly Republicans because that's who can vote in the primary you know and but I, i'm 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 very eager uh, to uh, get out there and and um, start campaigning and talking to the district and getting them my ideas and learning their ideas because and i and i and i want to talk to everybody you know eventually um if i am fortunate enough to uh, be the republican candidate that runs in the general then i'll uh -huh. be talking to everybody i can talk to anybody that listen to me and that's important to people. That's important to everybody to, to be heard. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I, I think that's something that is absolutely um, awesome that you can, you know, that you want to do that. And, uh, you know, I mean, just get out there and talk to them and see what they got to say. I mean, a lot of people have a lot of things to say, but a lot of people, a lot of people don't, 
I'm trying to think, put my words here. A lot of people don't really get involved until, right. you know, until there's something really going on that, that they really, you know, want to yell at counsel about or something like that. And, uh, John knows, and I know, you know, that there's, there's some things that are cut that come up. So I want to ask you a hot button question here, just real quick. Okay. I know what it is. I bet. Go ahead. What do you think about the pavilion in the city park? <laughs> I knew you was going to ask that, Bob. Well, um, honestly, um, I can see the concern of having it in the park. Uh, I think I think the pavil uh, I think it's a good idea. I'm not sure it's the right place for it. I always thought that that's what would go in, like at Fort Borman. And I I understand you know there's a there's a huge area up there and it wouldn't yeah. create wouldn't create any traffic um, problems for the city park. Um, but I would like to learn a lot more about it before I would, you know, I'm not saying I'm against it 100% um, mm -hmm. because I'm not, um, but I'm not necessarily for that location. Um, I, I just feel that there may be some better locations that we need to take a second look at. And I, I think the location is what people are really upset about. Um, there was a study done. There, there was, you know, the council... I mean, they, they did a study with um, the mayor did mm -hmm. and some, another agency. John will probably pop up and tell me who it was here in a minute. But <laughs> yeah. they looked at several different places and what yeah. it would be, what it would be, you know, caught. You'd have to buy the property. You'd have to do this. Whereas the city already owns this property. Uh, you know, I mean, and, and I get it. People, people are nostalgic. We hear a lot of times mom and dad had their first kiss there and went to the, you know, went to the dance there. And I, I, I get it, you know, but we have to move ahead and let's see what John has to say here. Yeah, I can't see. Pickering. It, Pickering. Thank you, John. I knew he would. Yeah. And they, they checked some, um, they, they went and checked different places, you know, that people thought would be a good idea and it just wasn't feasible. So, you know, the, the pavilion that's in there now, in my opinion, just my opinion, everybody else has their own. Um, it served its generations well. Mm -hmm. And now it's time to move, let the move on and let the new building serve its generations to come. That's just my opinion on it. And I'm on the committee to des help design it, believe it or not. And any other right john any other location would require adding additional taxes or additional debt city park would not yeah right yeah and that's the whole point is mm -hmm. is you don't want taxes t do you have anything to say you have any questions i'm sorry well um going back to cleaning up the neighborhood and things like that um my question is where do you think the problem is stemming from do you think it's from like the homeless the drug population the people that's coming in here from uh the to our area that's not from our area um where do you think that the problem stems from because i'm i personally believe if you can put your finger on where the problem stems from then you can get closer to 
solving the problem. Well, right across the road from where I live, you cross 13th Street and go on the other hill. There's a big homeless encampment up there. There's two houses up there full of the whole hillside. Uh, if you turn up um, 14th Street off of St. Mary's, I took pictures of that and posted it. And the city is now going to be cleaning that up because they put out a notice. So code right. got a hold of that and they're going to they're going to fix it. Um, but that cost, you know, it's not like it's not like you just go in there with trash bags and clean it up. This is like cleaning up a dump. Yeah, you know, this is like cleaning up. Uh, this takes thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. So there's that, and it's adjacency to other, you know, I feel like other people just kind of give up that live here. Um, and they don't, they don't, you know, I think there would be more of a pride factor in their taking pride in ownership or uh, of, their, of their own property if... They saw the city was and 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 the community was acting on their behalf to to mitigate these problems and and for I mean why can't we have uh, people uh, why can't we give code more resources to go around and just you know these people are tired of turning things in if you're waiting if you're waiting on everybody just to turn people in that's probably not going to happen maybe they're scared of their neighbor maybe they don't you know maybe they don't want to take a picture on the pkb app which is wonderful i mean that's a great that's a great app yeah. but maybe they don't want to do that maybe they can't do that maybe they don't know how to do it um but you know we we should take a more we need to take a more proactive uh, approach as um, as a, a code and, and just get on it and it sounds like they're you know, they're kind of thinking along the same lines. Um, right, right. And, and um, so that that's exci that's very exciting. Um, and uh, I just don't think I, I just I just don't think is it. You see this anywhere at, at a lot of places that don't have the same issues. They just don't allow it. Their code right. department will not allow it. I have a friend that lives in Belpre. And I remember when they passed that ordinance that your grass couldn't be more than six inches tall. He was scared to death that it was going to mow, that it was going to rain for two weeks. He couldn't mow his yard because <laughs> they go around measuring the, the yard, you know? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah wow. they did it first. I don't know if they do now, but that's they did That's kind of scary. Then. And, uh, <laughs> you know. Put the scissors but, out. That's right. <laughs> but but I mow my yard at four inches in the in the in the summer when it's real hot because I don't want it dying down. So I think six inches is a little weird. That's a that's a strange. But we ha our our ordinance is like ten inches, I believe, ten or twelve. And um, so I don't know. There's a lot of lots in our in this district that are, they're just full of trash. They're empty lots. Uh, they're full of weeds. They're grown over with brush. That lends itself to homeless encampments, right there. And I don't know. I, I'm not, I don't think they're particularly URA properties that are that are in that uh, that are not being mowed or anything like that. I don't. Right, I don't. Right. I don't believe that to be the the case. So we need to hold these absentee landowners accountable, whoever they are. And um, you know what? If it's a bank that owns the property. The city used to mow them and bill them a hundred bucks. 
they'd probably have to bill them $200 with the price of gasoline now, but whatever. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, let's, let's get the, let's get some funding, you know, uh, uh, and get this cleaned up and stay on top of it. You keep billing someone a hundred dollars for mowing their grass every month, pretty sooner, sooner or later, they're going to get tired of paying that, you know, they're going to figure out some, well, I can get it done cheaper than that. You know, Thank you need no to, make, no you know, you need to make it with those, with that type of situation. It's just, there's no consequences. So there's no accountability. Um, and, and I'm speaking from, I mean, I, I, I see it. I live here. I mean, right. all we, we got to do is open our eyes and drive around it. No doubt. And, yeah. So, sounds to me like, though, Patrick, that you're on the right track. I mean, you've got a lot of good ideas and you need to make those ideas heard if you, if you get, well, even if you don't get elected to city council. Correct. You need, you need to make your ideas heard because you have a lot of great ideas and you can tell you have a lot of passion about your neighborhood. One person can start a revolution. And, you know, if you get if, if you get on. Uh, can we get more cleaned up by inspiring people rather than regulating people? I agree with that, John, but. But we gotta we gotta crack down on these people that don't even live here and have property here and they're letting it run down. And I but I I, I agree with John that that um, that we need to we need to inspire people. And, and um, if they see the city passionately going after um, this and cleaning it up, I, I believe it will inspire a lot of people. They'll be like, oh. There's hope, you know, I, I don't, you know, right. I, I, I agree. I, I can, I can put something on my front porch and not worry about it being stolen. You know, I can, you know, yeah. I, I, I can, you know, I can, I can, you know, it, it's just, it, it just, it's just time to really focus on it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm selfishly running for district four. I mean, I know that I'm going to have other <laughs> responsibilities for the entire city, right. but my passion is with my district and I, and district four will be heard if I'm elected. That's amazing. And that's awesome. And I'm glad to hear that because mm -hmm. it's you know, been a long time coming. And I, I think, like I said, you're on the right track. And I think that, uh, I think that people would listen to you, you know, and that you can, Rick, do you have anything you want to say real quick? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just taking it all in. T, how about you? You done? <laughs> no, I'm just a good one, Rick. Wonder where you heard that from. Anyway, <laughs> no, I think you have some really good ideas going for you, Patrick. I hope that grassroots campaign works well for you. I think that's a good idea going door to door in your district. Let people, you know, get the word, know who you are and yes. uh, realize that you are in this, that you are one of the people that you're representing. I think that's important to people that yeah. they, they feel like they're being heard. Yeah. Well, I'm running to win. Um, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'm not running to, I don't like the spotlight. I mean, I, I'm, I, I was nervous doing this really. Um, but um, I, I'm just running to make our district better. And that, that's, that's the only reason I'm doing it. And I, when I decided to do it, I just said, you know, there was a key moment uh, that I just said, that is it. Uh, I'm running. And um, uh, sometimes so, that's what it takes, Patrick. Just yeah. that one, one, one thing to say, hey, enough is enough right. is enough. 
right. and that's that that goes for the whole city as well i mean you know we we've got to we, we've got to get a grasp on some of this stuff that's going on and like we said our pd's trying you know and code code came to the ura not the city council john had to remind me of that and okay, uh, yeah so john is on it that's for sure well because he knows what he's talking about that's he's right a, he's a that's smart right. aleck <laughs> <laughs> you know what's okay. funny him and i go to lunch every once a month okay and he he sits there and, and he loves to get me fired up and then we get up and say well where are we going to lunch next month at and <laughs> because john's been there done that john john's been in the for a long time as far as with solid waste city council um and so john you know i pretty much you know talk to john about stuff and he has his opinions i have mine but we sure. agree to disagree and but i, I you know I, I really hope that um no i really hope that uh you know that this message catches on and people people start looking at what you're up what what who you are and what you want and your passion in it and i think that you know the big thing the big thing that people want to know is who their councilman is that's exactly a big thing. who is my councilman who and how do people reach you if they need to oh they can they can call my cell i mean 304-482-9361 <laughs> it's right in my brochure um I'm going to be, uh, and it's, uh, they can, if they get on, if they get on Facebook, it's, um, I always have to look at this because I can't. Yeah. Um, part, Patrick McCormick for PKB City Council District 4. That's my page. Did you um, get that, Rick? <clears throat> okay. And I, I believe I sent a, a copy of this to you all. Uh, yeah, front you, and back yeah, we sent it to Rick. My brochure. I've got a hundred signs. I've got a thousand brochures. I'm serious. I'm ready to roll. Um, you know, wow. I want to get out. I want to get. I want to start talking to people. Um, you know, um, I, I want to get out and hear ideas. I want to, and and I don't want to hear that we can't do it. I'm not going to take that. I'm going to be related. People's going to think I'm related to Jan Dills. She doesn't take no for an answer. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I went to school with her. Uh, there you but, go, uh, Fabric. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Um, you know, when it comes to my district, I'm just not going to listen to, we can't do this. Let's find out a way to do it. It's just, you know, it's yeah. time to do it. That's difficult to hear. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. you don't want to hear that, especially, especially when it comes to making Parkersburg better. Well, okay. We appreciate you being on. Um, we appreciate have, some, we have some homework to do before we go. So we're going to let you go. Everybody listen, get behind this man, help him, help him make district four better for everybody. Not as because if it's better for district four, it's definitely going to be better for the city of Parkersburg. Amen to that. Help him out, get behind him, call him. If you have questions, everything will be on our webpage on Bobcast.net and the Bobcat Bobcast webpages. Uh, everything that we say tonight and um, we are live on Facebook and YouTube, and at, right after we're done, the audio version will be on every um, every podcast site that you can that there is. Let me see what go past. That's my that's my sister-in-law. <laughs> full disclosure, 
All right. <laughs> hey, well, go Kelly hey, Summers. Full you know, sometimes, you, sometimes you got to recruit fans when you can't get them. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. You know, I I pay I pay people to like me. That's just because that's the way it is. <laughs> yeah. No well, listen, Patrick. Good luck, man. Thank good you. Luck. Thank you. And and just just do, do your very best, and I knew you will because I could just tell by talking to you. But you you're you're going to go far, and even if you don't win, be a voice. Well, I'm going to win, Bob. That, I know win. you are. I know you are. <laughs> but always be the voice. I always will. Always be the voice, and always good to see you. if you want to come on again after after the general or the primary. I mean, sure. Let me know. We'd love to have you back on. Um, we're pretty packed up until what, Rick? April. Yeah. 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 We we. We got a lot going on. So Absolutely. again, this has been Patrick McCormick, Parkersburg City Council candidate for District Four, which is a rather large area down down, you know, east side of Parkersburg, just a little touch of south side where we're at, where I'm at. So again, reach out to him, tell him your concerns, help him be the change that's needed in the city of Parkersburg. And I'm, I, you know, once we get something started, like John said, it'll catch fire. Absolutely. Least, you know, and so Patrick's been a pleasure, sir. And it's been mine. Anything, thank you, guys. Anything we can do for you, you just let us know, okay? All right. Thank you. All right, buddy. Take care. All right. Talk to you later. All right, Rick T. Yes, sir. I, I got a couple of things I want to do here real quick, Rick. These are kind of real quick new things hey john thanks for being there pal um yo-yo elite baton twirlers are doing a beginner's class uh ages 4 to 17. uh for more details contact riley mercer on facebook and let them know uh, riley is now a coach riley's been in baton for a long time so riley's also selling fried pies and cinnamon cinnamon rolls for her trip to dollywood with the yo-yo elite for competition fry pies are four dollars cinnamon rolls are eight dollars also as soon as we leave as soon as we get done here we're headed up to the uh, lost anchor in vienna uh, evie schaefer local girl who is a um, singer songwriter writes her own songs but sings also covers she will be there from 7 to 9 p.m um and then we'll um, we'll put more of her schedule out as we go along. Um, we also have something, Rick, from Ark of the Mid Ohio Valley, right? Uh, yeah, we got a couple of things here. Thanks, John. John says great show, guys. Oh, cool! Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is something that I think is just amazing. The Ark of the Mid Ohio Valley will be. Um, uh, having they have a uh arc the mid high valley is offering a scholarship for local students who are or will be within the calendar year full-time students at an accredited college or university this will be on our website application deadline is going to be june june 1st there's a name michelle.curtis at the arc mov.org and you could probably call them at 304-422-3151 um, that's great that they're doing this. And this recipients must have graduated from a high school located in Woodward, Jackson, Pleasance, or Ritchie County in West Virginia, or Washington County, Ohio, 
scholarships will be available up to two thousand dollars which which would be amazing for a college student because that would help with books the application again deadline is june 1st reach out to them and i'm sure they'll be posting it everywhere and that's just awesome that they're doing it and i thank the arc mid high value for for doing that for the kids what else we got there ricker also they're come. they have a camp coming up um, they're looking for you join our team today be a part of the 2024 arc of the mid high valley inclusive summer day it's a camp and it's june 12th through july 5th for more information www.thearcmov.org go on there and be a part of something great and help this organization help those who need it and let these kids help these kids have fun and i think you'll enjoy it yourself just the mere fact that you you're doing something great so again www.thearcmov.org for that for if you want to be a volunteer for their um for their camp what else we got mr ricker well let's see here we've got uh <clears throat> oh don Lindsay's committee invites you to his open house ah don Lindsay running for the fifth district magistrate don been around for a long time most everybody knows him this will be thursday march 7th 4 30 to 8 at columbo's 1236 7th street again all this will be on our web page go and look at it or Write it down, put it in your calendar. Of course, Columbo's always has good food, so you can go there and just enjoy the food too. And Roger, missed. yeah, Roger's also got his uh, oh his yeah. on, on the seventh at yeah. in Mineral Wells at the community building, six thirty right. eight thirty. Right, and also Rogers, Rogers opening his um, campaign headquarters. It'll be well, it was today actually. Sorry oh, about cool. that. Yeah. And uh, so it was today. Go pick up some Bob Mercer for Board of Education signs. Did I say that? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Roger's, Roger Conley's running for um, county commissioner. Uh, it's going to be his monthly town hall. And come share your thoughts on how we can make Wood County better. Um, Roger always posted on Facebook and his um, campaign pages. And so just go, go be a part of that and let Roger know what's on your mind for the county. And go from there. What do you got, Ricker? Uh, let's see here. Oh, Waverly Volunteer Fire Department Ooh. is having their uh, bingo on March, that, March the 14th. Doors open at 4.30. Bingo starts at 6 o'clock. 20 games for 20 bucks. Ooh. You know, my daughter, Jessica, she she is so lucky at that game. She plays, she plays bingo every week. And I kid you not, she walks away with dollars. Careful, you know, the tax man might come after. Yeah, that's what, you know, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, uh-oh. <laughs> what I meant to say uh, was she gets a lot of stuff. Yeah, there you go. But anyway. Uh, veterans uh, table on ooh. the 20th, uh, uh, the 10th, 18th, 19th, I can't 19th, see that. 19th uh, yep. is veterans, veterans table. Veterans table feeding program. Wood County Veterans Table will occur on the third Tuesday of each month, which again, this month will be the 19th. 715 16th Street, Parkersburg, come out. If you got stuff you'd like to donate to them for the veterans, we owe our veterans a lot. We say that every time we show this, we owe our veterans a lot. And what else, Rick? Also, well, let's see. BPD has testing coming up for police officer oh, on March 7th. Up. March 7th, that's going to be um, 
Thursday. Yeah. The municipal building, second so floor. Let's see here. Again, go on our site. It tells you twenty-three forty-seven per hour base base pay, forty-eight thousand eight seventeen per year. Come and be a part of the very best. And I and, do the very best. And sheriff's department is also hiring. Our boys from the sheriff's department. They are also. Uh, I, they haven't said anything about a testing date, so. No, I don't uh, see it either. But you can put in an application, and when the testing rolls around, they'll let you know. Tell Bob Singer. No doubt. No, yeah, you'll go to, you'll go to jail. You'll go to jail. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do no, that. You'll go to, you'll don't go to jail. That. Never mind. Yeah. Don't no, tell Bob Singer. No, no, don't do that. TJ, there is a whole... Well, yeah, Bob, I have a couple of things. Um, I sent Rick... Uh, they're having a poker run for the Wood Festival. Um, what's the date on that, Rick? Is it May 10th? Uh, it's on the wayside. It's on our website on the calendar page. I put that on there already. I didn't get a slide for it. It's in May sometime. May 10th, I believe it is. I, that sounds um, about right, but it's on the website. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. It's for the Wood Festival. It goes toward um, the entertainment this year, who, which they're trying to get the Davison Brothers, if anybody has heard of them. Come oh, on yeah. down to Calhoun County and see the Davison Brothers. And uh, that, of course, Wood Festival is in the first week of June. But uh, come on out to the poker run and have a good time. Looks like so far there's about 419 people interested. Oh, great. So it would be great if 419 people would show up. That would yes, be really would. great. That would be great. Not not also, a lot of, not a lot of people know this, Rick, but yeah. I, I was going to go sing at the um at the Wood Festival. Uh-huh. And they reminded me of the noise ordinance, so I'm not like uh, there you go. This is true. Oh, yes. Here we Mark go. Mark your calendars. We got two weekends of really great stuff coming up. Uh, Rick Modisett sent me a bunch of these, uh, a bunch of these posters, uh, posters, whatever this picture is, a bunch of them on their website, a whole lineup of entertainment, just really fantastic entertainment. Don McLean's Don McClain, coming this year. And there's going to be a drone. A drone display. Oh, all kinds of stuff. Check our website on the calendar page. There's yeah. a whole list of stuff. That's, that's, that's going to be amazing. Just outstanding. And we have big name entertainers coming. Um, lots of good stuff going on. Uh, that's for the uh, weekend before Fourth of July and Fourth of July weekend. Dates are on there too. And and I want to say something real quick, Rick, if I could. Go for it. Yeah, I'll let you. At. Yes, sir. We apologize for not getting with you this week. I don't know where my brain. Well, we're working on the soapbox derbies where our <laughs> brains at. Yeah. And when you ask when you ask me who were who were your uh, Interviewing tonight, I went, oh, my God. <laughs> she will fire Rick and I for sure. That's it. You're out. <laughs> You're out of the shrine. Bye, Bobby. <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, everybody. Thanks yep. for joining us. Oh, Bob, we got one more thing. One more oh, thing. Oh, it's important. One more thing. It's important. It, it's important. It's very important. People, if you're going to or ever wanted to adopt an animal, please, please, please. Go to the Humane Society. They are in desperate need of larger dog adoptions. If you can foster, adopt, whatever you can do for these animals, please do it. Please help the Humane Society out. Yeah, my cousin my cousin has uh, fostered for a lot of dogs over the years. And yeah. uh, and it's, it's a really, really great program. Uh, you might find that uh, you foster a dog for a little while and you might find that 
little guy becomes part of your family and you go give him his permanent forever home. So, yeah, don't, what's, don't forget. What's sad about it is if they're in such dire straits, I'll have to start making some very uncomfortable decisions very soon. Yeah, we don't want to do that. And Yeah, no, nobody wants to hear about that. So, but like T said, become a foster or go adopt or donate to the Humane Society. They need food. They need blankets. They need uh, towels. They need cleaning supplies, cat litter, everything. Anything yep. you can think of, they need it. Help them out. Help them out. They need they need your help. Ritchie County is the same way. My daughter goes out there and, and um, volunteers as well. They need all the help. Our, you know, these, these fur babies are not doing this on purpose you know they're anyway so anybody have anything else to say thank you guys for inter interaction here rick well good I'm to hear good. you talking so much man <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're going to start giving you some of that stuff to do instead of listening oh to no no oh yeah either that or go to <laughs> or we're going to have to cut my pay that's what you'll do that's what we're going to do there'll be a little something extra in your paycheck next week yeah pink slip mister <laughs> You don't start showing up for work. All right, guys. It's been real great. Again, thank you, Patrick McCormick, for coming on. Great guy. Great ideas. I, I think he would do a great job on city council. I'm, I, I don't endorse anybody, but I'm just saying, just talking to the guy, he's got a lot of ideas, and he's real passionate because he lives it, and he lives there. So and All of his contact information is on our, on our um, episodes page for this month, so yep. you can get all his contact information there. All right. Well, listen, it's been real great. We'll see you again. Well, no, next week we have the pre-recorded, don't we? Right. Yeah. All right. Next week, uh, we'll, we're going to have a pre-recorded um, interview that was done with um, some guys from the United Kingdom, Dell and Dion, the karaoke kings. Be sure to watch it at 630 next Saturday. The week <laughs> after that, we're going to have um, the gentleman on from the Freedom Festival. Um, he's making sure that it's okay that, you know, that he doesn't have any other, but he's pretty sure it should be all right. So we're, we'll announce it pretty soon. Um, it's been real fun. We got to get out of here because we got to go up and watch Evie at the Lost Anchor. And so y'all have a very good night, T. Have a good night, Rick. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll get with you tomorrow. Okay. Um, and listen, family and friends, we love you guys very much. It's always a pleasure doing the Bobcast. Thanks for the uh, interaction on our chat chat line here. Um, so we shall see you again next time on the Bobcast MOV with T, Rick, and Bob. I have to put her name first or she'll fire us. Just <laughs> suddenly got talking. Ladies here. first. I'm still, is, that what it, is that what happened? <laughs> I wasn't sure how that happened. <laughs> I mean, because now people go, who's Rick and Bob? Yeah, yeah I mean, that's right. Yeah. I mean, you know. So have a great night, everybody. Got to get out of here. Love you guys all. Take care. It's been fun. We'll do it again. All Good right. night. Good night, Get everybody. us out of here, Ricker. This has been a production of the Bobcast MOV Productions. Thank you for watching. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel.